How's it going, guys? We have a past level question, okay, for pulmonary for step one internal medicine 2CK. And if you're initially looking at this and you're like, what the fuck? I'll tell you why it's past level, all right? And it's going to be a very short clip here. So 34-year-old woman, she's an inpatient at a local hospital. We're not telling you anything about her history. And then we've got this obscure Windows 95 appearing flow volume loop here, okay? And then we just say she's got no family history of any pulmonary disorders, and then you're supposed to just know what the most likely diagnosis is. So if you think this is weird, take it up at the NBME exam. They use a very similar Windows 95 type of uh, spirometry curve here, all right? So let's just look at the answers. Choice A, asthma, correct answer. Now, this is all we're going to do here. This bottom curve, this bottom solid line is supposed to be the inspiration curve when you're looking at one of these flow volume loops. The top curve is supposed to be the expiration. These little boxes here, no fucking idea what these are, okay? Probably reflective of what's supposed to be normal to some degree. Doesn't really matter now, does it? So we've got this solid line curve here. And what you need to know is that when you look at this top curve, the exhalation curve, you say, does it look scooped out? Does it look concave? Which it does. So you know right away you're dealing with an obstructive lung disease. That's what you got to know. That's passable for USMLA. If you're dealing with a restrictive lung disease, then you're not going to have this concave scooped appearing curve on top. So when we look at the answers, we say, okay, well, instantaneously, choices D and E are wrong fucking answers because fibrosis and sarcoidosis are both restrictive. Now, Sarcoidosis, I can give it to you. That's a little bit weird. Maybe you weren't sure whether that's obstructive or restrictive, but it's restrictive, okay? That's what they consider it to be. So we're left with A, B, and C, asthma, chronic bronchitis, emphysema, which are all obstructive. And you say, well, we don't know anything else. How are we supposed to discern uh, what the diagnosis is? Well, this is what the NBME does. They force you to choose an obstructive lung disease, and you got a youngish, a young patient, not even youngish, just young patient here. Well, unless there's alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency in the history, which in the family history, which we told you there's no family history, then very, very unlikely to be emphysema. Okay, even if she's been smoking pack a day since she was 17 years old, okay, maybe emphysema, fine, but it's still unlikely at this age especially for USMLA. If they're going to give you emphysema and it's not alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency, they'll give it to you 50s, 60s, okay? And they'll tell you the patient's been smoking for 40 years, two packs a day, all right? So we can elim eliminate emphysema there. And then chronic bronchitis, similarly, so COPD is chronic bronchitis plus emphysema. Chronic bronchitis is a productive cough greater than three months in the year for at least two consecutive years. And this goes with emphysema in terms of the probability of it occurring. So likewise, it would be very unlikely in a youngish patient. So we look at the curve here. We say it's an obstructive lung disease, no other info. Of these three conditions, what's most likely? The answer is just asthma. Now, I talk about in my pulmonary PDFs a bit more on the flow volume loops. Okay, students get hysterical about uh, difficult concepts. Not too bad, all right? So I'll link the pulmonary PDF below and you can uh, read through it that way. You know the deal, I'm going to make more content. I feel like my stuff's grammatical. Appreciate your time. That's it.